Dark, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are covering Meet the Parents, the uh, (laughs) early, I don't even know when this movie came out, 2000, I think. And uh, yeah, Robert De Niro and... uh, and uh, and what's his face? We're already off to a good start. I've forgotten the uh, <laughs> the Ben Stiller. <laughs> Whoo! All right, we're good. <laughs> we're here. We're ready to do this. And we are joined by a very special guest uh, this week. Uh, hilarious stand up, absolutely blowing up over in the UK. Please welcome to the podcast, Erica Ehler. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I defaulted into the stand-up comedy intro on that for a second. I don't know if anybody... I was like, give it up. We can't hear people. No. (laughs) We crave it. We just want it so badly now. We're dreaming about it. Erica, when we have somebody on the podcast, we always like to ask what, like, their relationship is with this movie. Like, is this the first time you've seen this movie? If not, have you liked this movie in the past? What is this movie to you? No, I've de- I've seen it before. It was always like on TV, and I remember my parents being like really liking this movie. <laughs> I remember like me and my friend watched it before we understood any of the humor. Um, <laughs> and the only thing we found funny about it was the uh, milking cat's nipples. That's like, <laughs> yeah. which, to be honest, still a highlight today. <laughs> yeah. It's a formative moment in your in your <laughs> childhood. Where you're like, I, I didn't get it, but I remember the cat nipples thing. Uh, yeah, so I guess for those of you who haven't seen the movie before, Meet the Parents is uh, a brief synopsis. Basically what happens is Ben Stiller's character uh, is madly in love uh, with his uh, fiance Pam, and uh, goes wants to propose, but realizes that he has to ask her father first because her father would appreciate that. They've only been dating 10 months, and they go to meet her parents at her sister's wedding, and turns out the father is Robert De Niro, and there's lots of... He actually works for the CIA. There's uh, He's really tough and intimidating and is kind of giving uh, Ben Stiller's character kind of shit the whole time. And Ben Stiller proceeds to make lie after lie after lie and make things horribly worse for himself as they go, uh, culminating in uh, him, that a cat going missing, a fire being started. He, he gets the cat back. Everyone discovers that it's the wrong cat. They lose their shit. He leaves. And then at the end, Robert De Niro and him kind of reconcile and allows him to ask his daughter to marry him. Which is, uh, is that a, I don't know, is that a pretty decent summary of the movie? Like, there's lots of, like, ins and oh, outs in yeah. there. Oh, yeah. But, I oh, for me, a hanging point is, like, ten months. Ten months? They've been together for <laughs> ten months. And it's like, I'm going to get married to this woman who teaches school out of a storefront for some reason. It's a very <laughs> odd situation to me. Why? Ten months. You, I'm sorry. And, like... I'm sure it's worked for some people and good for you. You are like a Disney couple. Okay. If this is you, congratulations. You got together after 10 months. You're like, we're going to lock and load it. Um, no chance. No chance would I ever do that. 10 months. Well, I don't think you know somebody well enough after 10 months. Yes. That. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Because clearly as the movie goes on, there are things he discovers about her (laughs) and her family uh, that are quite possibly deal breakers, is all I would say. Uh, <laughs> quite a few. Uh, so who do, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but who do we think the villain is in this? What do you think, Erica? 
honestly, I hate Owen Wilson in this so much. <laughs> I know he's like not a, you know, he's not, he didn't really do anything, but fuck him for sticking around. Like who, why would you stay friends with your ex's dad? Like that to me, you're evil. Like, yeah. Oh no, he's a, he's a villain of this movie for sure. I think. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, I to think me, was... he's like worse. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. No, that's a great point. He is worse. Definitely. I would say he's worse at least. Um, but for me, it's got to be the dad, right? Like, he's the main yeah. opposition to this character. And, like, there are definitely certain moments in this movie where I'm like, hmm, not correct, father. <laughs> Don't think so. But I will say, like, Ben Stiller is given so many opportunities to, like, come clean, do the right thing, just be like, hey, uh, let's insert myself correctly into this. Not yeah. once upon the first meeting of a parent have I ever mentioned drugs. Okay, no. even as like, a, I know what this song is. You know what I mean? Can you imagine this? You're bumping in the car with your like your your uh, partner's parents. You know, the weekend comes on. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. And you're like, bit of trivia, actually. <laughs> no, no, just keep it to yourself. Okay, you don't need to say anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. So this movie for me is one that is, it falls right on that cusp of comedy that I absolutely hate, <laughs> uh, which is the the awkwardness of, and, and don't get me wrong, I understand that there are people who love this style of comedy, but it's this awkwardness where if you just were honest or if you just acted like a, a decent person for one second all these problems would go away, right? Like Curb Your Enthusiasm, I can't watch. It makes my skin crawl kind of thing. <laughs> and I think uh, Meet the Parents falls right on that cusp. And I think the sequels got worse for that. But like for me, I'm just like, just tell the truth once. Stop tripping over your own words and everything will be fine. And I think that's the biggest thing I will say in defense of Robert De Niro's character, which is Ben Stiller's character is absolutely a wiener. He is. <laughs> he yeah. is a leader. He is. Like, I mean, my heart goes out to him a little bit because, like, I I think we've all had moments where we've been a bit of a wiener. <laughs> like, I definitely. <laughs> no, mind you, I'm more of like a talker. Like, I'm gonna talk myself into trouble. Okay, right. like I'm probably like I might hit something or whatever, but I'm not gonna lie. But most of the time it's like when I'm giving an opinion and then I realize the person in front of me has the exact opposite one and I start trying to back up and then I make it so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I tend to do. But like, so I do understand this. But yeah, at a moment I'm like, buddy, we're making too many easy mistakes. Like there are mistakes here that we should be just jumping right over and being like, no way, we're not doing that today. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of it, it's just all avoidable. Like, this didn't need yeah. to happen. <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, and I think the big one for me, the inciting incident, the one that, like, really starts everything, which is he goes to the store with, uh, with Robert De Niro, and he sees Robert De Niro meeting up with some shady guy in the, the parking lot, grabs a magazine, opens it to a random page to pretend like he's not watching, and it's an ad for breast milk, a breast pumps, sorry. 
Uh, you don't need to advertise breast milk. That's fine. People, people, people <laughs> they, use it. The people know. You heard about breast milk? Have you heard? Uh, <laughs> it's the defining feature of being a mammal. You heard about it? Um, but uh, here's here's the lie that you tell in that situation. I'm a medical professional. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I'm a nurse in a hospital and I work with the uh, the the ne- the neonatal unit. I work, you know, I I liaise with them. And so this is technical information that's interesting to me. Done. M- a whole movie over. <laughs> Yeah. No, I it d- said I grew up on a farm, so I'm into breast pumps. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that's not for me. Also, I think what bothered me even more was that he felt the need to hide. Like, if I walked out and I saw somebody that I was with, with another person, I'd be like, hey, buddy. Like, I would just walk up to that conversation. Perhaps that is wrong of me. Maybe I'm inserting myself in places I, I shouldn't be. No, I think that's normal. <laughs> right? <laughs> ben, ben Stiller in this is like, he just does everything a person, a normal person wouldn't, which is inf- <laughs> infuriating yes. to watch. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, just be normal. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I feel about it too, right? You're screaming at the whole time. Just be normal. Just tell just just be normal for once. And I know there's not a lot of comedy in that, but then I don't have to be uncomfortable with it. I would say one thing about this movie that like some of it I enjoyed. I was like, oh, this is like a charming moment, or this is kind of funny, or whatever. But I had to like double check the date because I was like why is this entire movie so gendered? Like, in, in the sense of, mm. like, like all they do is constantly make fun of him for being a nurse, and I was like, well, that's a huge bummer. Like, I... That's a weird thing to make fun of th- uh, somebody for, right? I don't know. I could be mistaken. Um, and then we get into this, like, I... Firstly, I hate the concept of, like, will you ask my father... I'm sorry, am I some sort of property that's being shipped around here? Like, are we exchanging monies or other things? Like, there's no permission. (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, a lot of of it is very antiquated, isn't it? And it's like, this movie's only, what, I think 21 years old? Which, I mean... Does seem like a uh, some time, but it's modern enough that this didn't need to be an issue. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I, I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but I remember seeing this in theaters in high school. Whoa! Uh, so, <laughs> so, and I, I will say, at the time, my older sister was dating a man who was going through school to be a nurse, and uh, uh, just 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 to own it, we did find that very funny at the time. We did. <laughs> I don't think it's right. Um, yeah. I, I still think that that the scene where he has to defend being a nurse to the two doctors, I think that still holds up. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Like, I think his side of things, like him defending, being like, I'm happy being a nurse, like, get over yourself. And having great. to defend himself. That's a great a message. Nurse. But yeah, it exactly. comes from the biggest loser in the movie. Right? <laughs> He's not a winner most of the time. <laughs> And and I think my main thesis for uh, Robert De Niro is like, in addition to Ben Stiller being a total wiener, is that it is fun that boyfriends think that the dads are scary. 
I understand playing <laughs> into that. You know what I mean? Like, like not I'm going to torture you or uh, you better treat a right or I'm going to follow you home and like beat you up or I've got buddies. Like that's all. We don't need that. But just the, hey, what's up? How long can you be on your good manners for? And how uncomfortable is pretending to be good to you, right? Like just just that like size up thing I think is very, very funny. I So I am all for Robert De Niro just taking a little bit of piss out of Ben Stiller the whole time. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that um, a lot, most of his... Uh, most of what the dad does is defensible because it's like he's giving you every reason. You're a CIA agent. You know when people are lying. This guy's been lying the second he got into the door, trashed your mother's urn, lit your house on fire, ruined your septic tank. Okay, like like lit the altar on fire that like the the hand whittle whatever. I mean, I was kind of happy with that. Um, I was like, well, I think that could go up in flames. That's okay. Um, but there's like so many things where it's just like, if you just own it, it makes you so much better in the eyes of, you know what I mean? Cause then it makes the dad, the dick. If you're like, listen, like, yes, I'm sorry. You told me not to use the downstairs bathroom. It was the middle of the night. I forgot. Like, so sorry. Well, we can move on from this. Yeah. Also, that's not your fault. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, but if your septic tank is so full that a a toilet running, one toilet running throughout the night causes it to seep up through the ground and absolutely saturate your backyard in shit, that's not the fault of the person who accidentally flushed a toilet. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's years of pumping and maintenance that have been ignored on that septic tank. For sure. And I think if something that serious happens, like, how is this bathroom not blocked off? <laughs> You know what I mean? I'd get like some police tape or something, right? Like, I'd be like, absolutely no one can even open this door. This is a, like a really big deal. Turn off the valve. Yeah, or that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, like a uh, basic, I don't know if every toilet's the same, but I'm pretty sure all of, I, I would say most of them have that little knob at the bottom. You just got to turn off the water. You good to go? Yes, absolutely. By the way, this is my public service announcement. Everybody I've ever lived with, roommates, girlfriends, whatever, I tell them that that exists because so many people I know do not know that there is a shutoff valve at the bottom of the toilet. And that saves you so much trouble. So (laughs) so much trouble. (laughs) I was like, just so you know, this is here. (laughs) And in that oh shit moment where you're trying to look for a plunger and everything's going south, this is what you got to do. I'm surprised people wouldn't know. I guess I've had so many <laughs> this is sound bad. So many run-ins with toilets that it just is like <laughs> secondhand knowledge. <laughs> so many incidents. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Very important to know. I yeah. anything like anytime I've had to poop at a, at a per, another person's house, it stresses me out like so much. Oh my god, so much. Especially when you're in a basement. I'm like, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> Yeah, this something about this illegal. seems to go up, right? Like, so yeah. it has to go up at some point. And why <laughs> is every window in a basement painted over 16 times? You can never open the window. It's always got that, like, <laughs> have you seen those? 
all have all my friends and all my life lived in bad houses craig is that the look you're giving me <laughs> have i been is. living in poverty my whole life <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen a basement window painted shut really like erica is this the, something uh, that you've experienced no i'm in a basement right now there's no uh, <laughs> pain over my windows i think that's just like i've just been in murder basements yeah times. <gasps> i think that's usually just like lazy you know landlords that like yeah, they because like they, they have to put a drip. fresh yeah mm, yeah they don't sand it down and stuff like that hmm. well i guess i've just outed myself as a renter <laughs> okay <laughs> well i'm a squatter right now so that's fine it's really <laughs> worse oh <laughs> definitely renting yeah, yeah definitely renting the uh so erica you mentioned kind of off the top that you think uh 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 owen wilson's character is your top villain for this yeah i just think he's annoying <laughs> throughout <laughs> um but i get why the dad li- likes him in comparison i guess if we, if uh, if i Actually, yeah. Maybe I'm coming around. <laughs> if I was the girlfriend, I think I'd actually... <laughs> Who would I pick? Honestly, maybe I would have picked um, Owen Wilson. But yeah, he, he annoyed the shit out of me. Just like, yeah, making the altar. Who are you? <laughs> like, uh. Yeah, I think it was the... Comp- like, when he compared himself to Jesus, I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I was just, like... Just following in his footsteps. He was a carpenter. I'm like, yeah. I've known a lot of carpenters. Um... Not very close to Jesus, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, I know uh, he's supposed people, to be... Not close to Jesus, though, I would say. My God. I know, I know he's supposed to be cringe on purpose, but, like, I still, like, don't <laughs> enjoy his presence. <laughs> I just think if you change the musical... Like, if you change the tone of the music in the scene where he's... real, Like, when Ben Stiller's realizing there's all these photos of his ex in this man's house still very creepy. You know what I mean? Like if I walked into one of my accidents places and there was just like photos of me about, I'm getting out of here before you collect some of my hair. These are my (laughs) rules. Okay. The hair I come in with the hair I leave with. Okay. I'm getting out of here. I don't want any part of this, man. This is not correct. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, when you're in a basement with painted over windows, well, I just have one rule, which is I'm leaving with the same hair I came with. (laughs) These are standard (laughs) hanging out in a basement. Oh, no. Hey, Erica, uh, (laughs) Rebecca, can I have some of your hair? No, I'm leaving with the same amount of hair I came with. Well, okay, I respect your boundaries. There we go. (laughs) But yeah, he's an absolute dick, right? Um, I think that the line that got me was the like, oh, so... uh, yeah, I made my money during with stocks or whatever. I don't have to tell you this. Uh, you're in med- you're in the medical profession. I bet your portfolio is great. Uh, are you renting or do you, like what do you own as a homeowner? I was just like, oh, oh, you're making this all about money. You're like mm-hmm. real gross, and you're like trying to one up him on things. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. although I will say, okay, I will say this: there were heavy moments in this movie where I did not. Oh, what's her? I I terrible with character names. The, the like the the main like the the uh, Pamela. Yeah, is that who yeah, it, yeah his, Pam? His girlfriend, fiance. Yeah, 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 that's right. With the kids in the letters. Okay, like Pam. There's so there's a couple of moments in this movie where I'm like, Yo, you're the villain though. 
Okay, like her. These, yeah, because like there are a couple of moments where um, Jack actually expresses some very clear boundaries, and whether you agree with them or not, you're still in his house. Okay, and he's right. like, "Listen, like I know you pro- guys probably have sex. Okay, like you've definitely had sex before. Please don't have sex in my house." Like, <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Like, I understand that they're adults and it's like, oh, maybe you should just get over it or whatever. But it's still your house and it's like two days. Okay. He sets some very clear boundaries and the daughter's just like, oh, it doesn't matter, whatever. And it just kind of seems like this, this woman, I feel like, kind of never sets Ben Stiller up for success. She never no. sets him up for success. And it kind of falls onto this like idea that like Jack is the bad guy. And I'm like, no, actually, you could have created a much easier and stronger bond, you being the person between these two people. You never allowed that. You sent this man to a stranger's room and said, go tell my brother you need to borrow his underwear. I know you've never met him. It's fine. I can't go up myself because my legs are broken. Like, I just don't understand why she wouldn't go upstairs. I would never do that to a person in my life. Mm-hmm. No, you. the move there is you want to borrow my brother's clothes who you've never met. I'm going to go up and knock on the door and introduce you. So you're not this weird stranger going through my brother's underwear drawer. Like that's it. You know, like, uh, yeah. Asking to borrow something from somebody you have not met is, is, is that's like a nightmare for me. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I don't like it. It freaks me. And, like, what would you do, Erica? What would you, you know what I mean? You go over to your, you go over to your, your uh, new boy or your 10 month relationship. You've never met this person's family, but still feel comfortable to propose for some reason. <laughs> okay. Never met their family. And then they send you upstairs to be borrow a stranger's like uh, under, under things. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, I would make family member go i would make my girlfriend go in that situation there's no way that like i would go i'd feel so uncomfortable <laughs> like yeah like how hard can i pl- there's just no i would just flat out refuse and be like you're being silly i also do agree with him when he's like why didn't you wake me up yeah oh the chill yes. that ran down my spine when he said that, because I was like, oh, no, because I'm a late sleeper and I know exactly how he's feeling right now. This is not mm-hmm. right. There's nothing worse than being at somebody oh. else's house and being like, when can I get up? Ooh, you know, <laughs> you know like the opposite when you wake up and and nobody's up yet. <laughs> well, I mean, it swings both ways. Problem that sucks. <laughs> it swings both ways where you're like, yeah, I, I'm up early and man, I'd really like a pot of coffee, but I'm not going to go snooping through someone's kitchen to try and make coffee, even though, yeah, make yourself at home. I'm never going to do that. And then on the other hand, there is the I have overslept and everybody is downstairs waiting for me and I'm in my pajamas. Like both are both are hell to me. Uh, if if I can put one silver lining on this whole pandemic, it is I haven't had to sleep at anybody's house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh um, yeah, so uncomfortable. Like when you have to ask for bl- when you have to ask for anything. Like yeah. if it's when you go to bed, you better have absolutely everything you need. Do you need a glass of water? Best be there. Little chilly, better have already asked for that extra blanket because you're <laughs> fucked. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. Like, I just can't bring it together to like go bother another person after they've told me they're going to bed. Like, no. there's just no way I can't do it. So I just have to like live through whatever that moment is. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll freeze if I have to. Like, I'm not going to bother <laughs> yeah. that person. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, inconvenience you? I'd rather die. Thank you. Okay. 
Yeah. Even, yeah, as you said, even when they're like, make yourself at home, it's like, no. <laughs> not <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. It's not my home. <laughs> I'm not going to do that here. Um, yeah, but I would it? actually pitch that um, Owen Wilson and Pam are probably are bigger villains than Jack to me. Honestly, mm. and I think the movie really pitches it like Jack is the villain. And I'm like, honestly, if this person lied to me this much and I had access to be like, I'm just going to look this person up, I fucking would. <laughs> I wouldn't heartbeat. You're in a building with like, you found my secret sensitive room with my stuff in it. Yeah. I need to know who you are, wh- where you come from, what's going on, because I'm literally a spy. That's actually not a bad point. I had I forgot I, I I hadn't thought about that. But you're right. It's like as soon as you discover that level of secret about somebody, mm-hmm. you kind of have to do your due diligence and do a, a bit of a background check. Yeah, like if uh, I know this guy hasn't been lying the whole time, fine. Right. Okay, you're. But if I notice he's lying about things like living on a farm and things like that, I'm like, okay, so which is it then? Are you being like this? Because you're bad at whatever job you're trying to do right now? Like, did you find out who I am? Are you here for me? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't. That's I know fair. that's not the tone of the movie, but that's it where is. I'm bringing it. You can't help but, like, he's suspect. Like, yes! <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I get it. No, yeah, definition like if... of suspect. <laughs> yeah, like he's being shady about everything he's doing. And, um... Getting back really quickly, Rebecca, you made one point where you're like, she is not setting him up for success. Mm-hmm. And that happens right when they get to the house. Yeah. Moment one. Mm-hmm. So they are in the car, not on the not on the drive from the airport, not on the airplane, not on the drive to the airport, not before they left on the trip. Driving up and about to ring the door and go inside. She says, uh, don't smoke. Uh, my dad sees it as a thing of weakness. I'm not even going to let you keep it in the car until he sees it. Okay, that's a pretty big thing if you smoke, right? Uh, to be addicted to nicotine and have to go an entire weekend without getting a cigarette is maybe a bit of a problem. <laughs> Number two, and this is the one that really gets me, is like, and like, fine, don't smoke around my parents is like, nah, whatever. The second one is, Oh, and don't mention that we're living together. I haven't told them yet. Awful. Yeah, you're just, you're making me lie. Oh, no. And I'm not, I'm not like that, man. Like, I can't, I just can't do it. So, like, I will actively avoid the question until you actually know the answer before you even ask me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I I hate it when other people try and like include you in their lie. No. Like, no. No. I'm not doing this. I I okay. This is this is this is a bit of a, off on a tangent, but I just remember one time I was I was writing for a comedy website that doesn't exist anymore, and for a comedy festival in Toronto, and they wanted me to go see uh, Dylan Moore, a big big name comedian, right? And they had a seat reserved for me and I got there and then the guy was like, yeah, just say that like you're there to take photos. And I'm like, but I'm not. I'm here just to do a write up. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just do photo. Like you're, you need to do photos. And I'm like, okay. So then like the, the, the house manager comes out and is like, yes, yeah, so you're here to cover this. And I was like, yes. And they go, uh, and you need photos. And I was like, sure. And they're like, can we see your camera? And I was like, 
I don't have a camera. Like I just have, like I was just like, I just have my phone. And they're like, so like you're you're not gonna be taking photos? And I was like, no, I'm just doing a write up. And the guy who told me to lie is standing right there. And I'm just like, I have no fucking idea what to do. And they're like, oh well, if you don't need photos, that's fine. We can just seat you right here. And I was like, great. Like, because there was no there was no issue about whether or not I was like press at the time, right? It was yeah. just like is your flash going to fuck up the the stage lighting or whatever? And I didn't have, and I was just like, why did you involve me in this lie? Just let me tell the truth. And it works out fine. Like, oh, oh, I, I, I'm, I feel uncomfortable even thinking about that interaction right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why did that even need to happen? <laughs> That's the other reason, right? <laughs> Oh my god, that's so pain. That's like if you walked into a shoppers and you were like, "Listen, we have to convince them that we're seniors," and then they're you're like, "But it's Wednesday, dude. There's no discount. Why? Like, there's no need for this for this lie. Like, we can just purchase our things and be on our way. Thank you." Like, I can't. That's great. Oh man. Oh my god, yeah, lying like stresses me out so much. I can't I well oh, my god. Yeah, and and I think that's why this type of comedy makes me so uncomfortable is because I feel that secondhand guilt or embarrassment. Do you guys get that? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Where you're just like it's like sometimes when I okay, I'm one of these fools. Um sometimes I love the office, but sometimes there are moments where I will still listen to it, but I will turn the volume down. I don't know why. I feel like it affects me less or something, but I'm just like, I'm just going to turn this down a little bit because I like feel bad. Like I just need to just just shift along and get to the next part because I'm stressed. What well, does making it quieter make it less real for you? I don't know. That I what? cannot like psychologically. It's so I know that's like crazy. Like I know that's wild, but there's something about turning it down a bit where I'm like, at least I'm hearing it laughs. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think there's probably something to like you turning it down. It's kind of like you whispering it. Like it's, yeah, it's like less it's like, a like, or something. <laughs> like if I was like, Rebecca, you know, your, 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 your underwear is showing or something like that. Right. You like were trying I, to think of something embarrassing and you couldn't yeah. because you know, I'm indestructible. <laughs> I mean, we started with, uh, I'm leaving with the same amount of hair I brought here. So <laughs> I think that's a fair statement. <laughs> the problem with this is, is that sometimes I get on rants that I forget about, and then people tag me, and they're like, my pants are made of apples, and I'm like, I don't remember that saying that. <laughs> that's the problem with doing this podcast with oh, Rebecca, God, is she starts at 11. Uh, <laughs> So it's kind yeah, of hard to big. go anywhere but uh, but down from that. No, um, no. <laughs> but yeah, I totally I totally get turning it down. Like that makes total sense to me. Where you're just like ah, just oh no, just just I just want to hide away from this. And so much of this movie is that. Um, yeah, it's just. also a lot of Pam again. It, Pam also ignore like she ignores her father's boundaries, but she also ignores like Ben Stiller's boundaries, where he's like. She's like, no, like, come swimming. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to, I think I'm going to sit this one out. No, no, I insist. Well, come on. It's fine. Like, why? Why is this their insistence on me putting a bathing suit on? I know he gives them the Speedo, and that's supposed to be like, huh, huh. And also, by the way, No, ben but that Stiller, is embarrassing. Not like, the first move, of- though. Not the move. 
you put the, you okay i don't know if uh if eric will back me up on this okay but i've had a few moments um in a bathing suit at a party where i'm like mm, feel a bit uncomfortable right now feel like i don't want to don't want to do this sweatshirt up t-shirt up whatever okay i'm gonna get a layer on and then when i get in the water i can take this off because it's almost like the water is a layer of protection for some reason yeah i've had that like i'll i remember being like stressing about finding like the right swimsuit and then my mom being so annoyed like i think as a teenager that you know having like a meltdown in the uh, change room then to finally go to the pool i don't take my clothes off like <laughs> what was that all about <laughs> so yeah i i get like being you know not so comfortable in those situations yeah oh yeah sure. no I, I don't think he should have been comfortable well, yeah. uh, <laughs> But oh, I'm going to say that like dick swinging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's so another... bad. Also yeah, bad if he bad. did that. <laughs> that's a huge red flag if that's the case. Uh, no, but what's cruel about it is every other guy in that place had board shorts on. Right. They had the oh, long. Yeah, definitely. So so Owen Wilson's has the pool. He has he has long trunk swimsuits. He just didn't give one to Ben Stiller. Yeah, like and that's that's, that's another reason, Erica, why this guy's the the villain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, to be like, uh, oh, I could give you a regular bathing suit. I'm gonna give you the pink frilly one that like remember those ones that like no you remember those ones that like hung off the side that was like supposed to be the thing for a bit the men's speedos that just like cups it and it like doesn't even go all the way around. Do you remember those? Oh yeah, I do remember those. <laughs> I've never seen one in the wild before. I don't think yeah. they exist in the wild. I think it was literally two guys who had this bathing suit and then like the internet went crazy over it being like, this is the new fad. And like, I, I only saw that those two guys wearing these bathing suits. So I don't know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair enough. Um, I think, yeah. Owen Wilson is definitely like he, at every moment he can kind of just like shoves it in Ben Stiller's face again photos super cr- no no you Shut don't have down. photos you should not have photos no. of your ex no. in your no. house and Out, especially if she's seeing a new guy and that new guy's coming over what is wrong with you yeah it, I, I'm sorry and, and this is another thing a, a, a point against Pam here you've been with somebody for 10 months that person should know whether you were engaged in the past okay now there are exceptions to all rules. Maybe this person was like a mega monster or whatever, but we get the idea that he's very much not a monster. He's just like, he's just a dick. Okay. Um, he also refers to, Oh, you know, she's a little tomcat, which I'm like, well, gross. <laughs> oh, hairball caught in my mouth. Disgusting. Um, and what was, Oh, this is the really the point I wanted to make. When Ben Stiller's character finds out about it and it's brought up, Pam's like, it was just sexual. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Which doesn't make it better, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, of course not. For me, <laughs> somehow worse. I don't know why. It's just like, because it's like, for some reason, some of that's just like the worst stuff you can think. And it's like, oh, you just put that straight in my brain. Mm-hmm. Well, because what you want in that situation is you want reassurance that it's over yeah, and that you're not still hung up on this guy. Mm-hmm. So if so if you were like, yeah, we dated for 10 months, it really didn't work. 
you know, we were two very incompatible people. We argued all the time and then we broke it off. You're like, that's great. Some people, and you're like, but we're still friends. We just don't work in a, a relationship. Great. You feel good. But what were you saying where you're like, oh, it was just all physical. You're like, we had a great time and I think about it when you're not home. Like that's the. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. It almost implies like that there's still a lingering attraction. Right. Yeah, because I don't think I think, I don't know, I I would at least, you would never say that out loud. That's insane to say to your partner, just like, oh, the worst thing you could have thought, I'm sending it into your brain right now. (laughs) It's not appropriate. She could have just said, like, we were never serious or something like that, and it makes it less daunting, I think, but it means the same. Yeah, I also just think... say I never loved him. Like later, yeah. she nails it. She's like, "I never loved him, and I love you." That was the answer you should have gave me twenty four hours ago. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that was the correct response. Thank you so much for following up. And you really can't say it was never serious when you were engaged. Oh, that's you know true. I, mean? I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> like I agree, Erica. Like that's a great line. You're like, it was never serious. It's fine, but like. Wait, it wasn't serious, and he gave you a ring? Like, no, no, no. Now you're lying to me too. <laughs> Although I have, <laughs> I have a friend who got married after two weeks, and it, she will say it wasn't serious, and now she has to pay a bunch of money to get divorced. <laughs> oh dang! Oh, yeah, she's like, I think she's like, she's not even. Yeah, she's 22, and she's getting divorced. It's, uh, it's. Well, you know what? Good time to move on. Hey. 22? Man. <laughs> a breakup at 22 is very different than a breakup later. Yeah, think, uh, that's, that's true. 22 <laughs> just hits different. You know what I mean? Your back still doesn't hurt. <laughs> you can, like, run away as fast as you want. It's all great. I Good for her. Get out. You made a mistake. Things happen. I, I honestly... Yeah, you, the biggest argument is who's going to get the Ikea futon? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we got secondhand off Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Like, we, let's see. We paid fifty dollars for this six months ago. What do you think it's worth now? Yeah, let's split up these assets, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, I would say like okay. So I want to speak to because uh, Jack does some surveillance. Okay. Now, the first thing I want to say about that is he was definitely pre-warned. Okay, I don't think at any point was this man hiding that he was surveilling this guy. The first thing he shows him when he gets in the house is like, look at all the nanny cams I have. They're all motion censored. They're here. Like, as soon as I see that, I'm going to assume straight up. I'm not saying it's right. Okay, but I am going to assume they're in every room. I'm going to make the assumption of like, yeah, you probably have this whole place lit up. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. And no, then, no that crossed my mind. Yeah. 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 So like, okay. So yeah. Point number one. Point number two. Um, ben Stiller's character also has no problem eavesdropping on people. He has no problem doing his own surveillance. He just does it worse. Okay. He just doesn't have the tools. He gets his little magazine out or he gets his ear up to the vent. Same thing. Okay. Like, uh, well, okay. Not exactly the same. Maybe there's different levels here, but still like not great. We're still surveilling these people. We're still like seeing what's going on. I never in my life. And maybe this, okay. I, I want to pitch a question to the team. Okay. You're behind, you're, you're on the other side of a door of a group of people. You hear your name. What do you do? And I, no judgments, because I understand how how what is tempting. <laughs> no. 
I've, I think I have listened before in situations. Like, I've pretended, I think I've, like, fallen asleep on the couch or something, and I've, like, heard family say my name, and I'm like, what are they saying? <laughs> like, I'll continue to pretend to fall asleep. <laughs> but if we went, but with friends, if I hear my name, I will just be like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, if they're, even if they're in an, another room, I'll be like, mm-hmm, I heard my name. What's up? Honestly... I yeah. think I'd probably just uh, die inside <laughs> and go away and just pretend like it never right happened. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna full on possum it. I'm gonna <laughs> just act dead, <laughs> pretend like I never heard it, and just just be deeply hurt on the inside. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I assume it's negative, right? Yeah. Like, or or do you not know? Actually, well, no, it doesn't I'm even matter you if you know. know. I'm gonna like, assume you... it's negative. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, like me, I, I just have to, like, I have to walk away because I can't, like, I know whatever it is. I'm like, oh, it's probably just go. Even if it was nice, I'd probably still pick it apart a bit. So I'm like, gotta gotta go, gotta get stepping. They don't want you to hear that, so it's none of your fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me, I did, like, a show in, like, London. I, like, I, I ate shit. It was, like, maybe the, the worst show, uh, one of the worst shows I've ever done. It's in the very touristy part of town. And I was walking back um, to the station, and this couple was in front of me who had been at the show and they were talking about me not in a nice light but like (laughs) i and i just kept walking faster to be like i can hear you (laughs) it's me and they kept trying to like outwalk me and i was like nope (laughs) you're gonna continue and then yeah then we like i I realized it's a psycho thing to do (laughs) like especially (laughs) i'm not proud of this but yeah No, I've had that happen, but I just like immediately if I hear somebody go about to say something about me after a comedy show and they're not saying it to me, I lightning fast how I like it, I get my headphones on so quick. I'm cranking music. I'm like, can't can't hear it. I know what happened out there. Like <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that anything they're saying about you is far better than what you're saying to yourself in your head. Like, um, I've, I've heard some cherries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, y'all. So, oh, look at this self-confidence over here. <laughs> and uh, my comedy is not for everyone. <laughs> and that's fine. And I have to accept that, but I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Sometimes I do. But uh, yeah, no, I, I just walk away. Yeah. But this guy seems like he's like, like Ben Stiller's like on the ball. He lit, he paints a cat. <laughs> That is the move that rightfully puts it over the edge. Yeah. Uh, like, that's also the move that, like, makes everybody in the house start to distrust him. Mm-hmm. And that's a legitimate move. And here's what I find is crazy about that move. I understand this guy needs a win at this point in the weekend, right? I understand he wants the family to like him. And he says that he just got a, a distraction cat so that he could go and find the real cat later. That's a bad move because what happens if you don't find the cat, right? Like, there's no guarantee you find the cat. Cats run away, you know? Well, like yeah, that's, that's somebody else's cat. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, you know what I mean? That's probably, that's a nice-looking cat. You know what I mean? Well, clearly I've well-groomed, seen, yes. Yeah, yes. I've seen some street cats, you know what and I mean? Let, like, let's say it is a street cat, right? And then yeah. it... You just, he's going to yeet the cat back out into, you know, the world. That's a dick move too. It just got rehoused. And then it's like, nope, mm-hmm. this loving family you just met. Sorry. You're playing with this cat's emotions. 
Although I will say there was one point where Jack was like, oh, if you don't, you don't like cats, like you don't like, um, like, oh, you like animals that like give up affection too easily. And I was like, well, that's a, that's a weird place to stay as far as like an <laughs> argument is. I'm like, that's a very weird argument. And secondarily, um, not true. Okay. Just simply not true. I am severely allergic to cats. I ignore cats. I do not get close to cats. Cats love me. Cats want to be up on me. They, they sense my distaste and they get close and they love my indifference and they want to get up in it. Okay. So I'm going to disagree, Jack. I don't think that's true. I understand what you're saying. And to a degree, you're right, but no, 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 no. Um, there's also some other things going on emotionally with cats is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. And again, that's, that's, I feel is the fun sort of chiding level that like should have sustained throughout the entire movie where you're like, I just met this kid. He's trying to impress me. What? What's the matter? You're not a cat person. Come on. What's wrong with you? Oh, you like dogs? Dogs are shit. You can argue. Are you a cat dog or dog person till the cows come home? It doesn't affect anybody. But the fact that it so disturbed him and so set him off center just proves that he's the biggest fucking wiener in the world. Just own it, man. <laughs> Just yeah. own it. Be like, do you not? I don't. I don't like cats. They're fine, but keep it. Keep it the fuck away from me because I'm allergic or whatever. Like, yeah. just yeah. I, I mean, know. I understand why he's kind of like, why would you just throw me under the bus like that immediately? Like, yeah, yeah no. Nope. Information is kind of yours to give to a certain degree. The more. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but every time I've met a parent, there's a there's a briefing session. Right. This is who they are. This is how you're going to address them. This is what they expect. Don't bring this up. Uh. (laughs) Me, it's more like I have to prep them. I'm like, listen, I know you've you've probably met a few sets of parents. My parents are very chill. (laughs) Like get like buckle up. Like it's unsettling at some moments because they kind of just let you do whatever. Just do your own thing. Hello. How are you? beers in the fridge <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's it yeah, that's like when i was living at uh hannah and lex's house there was like some jars of weed in the uh, out in the kitchen and then hannah was like oh your mom's coming should i hide this she's like i don't she's not gonna care <laughs> oh, even, oh yeah no okay we're not we're not at that level of that's chillness a chill, Good for, that's a chill parent yes yeah 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 that is relaxed <laughs> well i think it's like <laughs> She knows that uh, she knows that I don't really do anything of that. So she's like, whatever. Other people's kids can do whatever they want. <laughs> none, none of my business. Yeah. yeah. I will say, okay, so I'm trying to track down in my head where I think Jack is kind of wrong. If I was going to say where I think the villain is incorrect, I'm going to say, yeah, cats. Uh, I'm also going to say making any new guest say grace. Um, no. I I don't know when this has started, why this is a thing for any family ever. If you have a guest and you are really, you have to say grace. I'm not saying you shouldn't say grace, but you have to. (laughs) Yeah. Don't pull me into this. Why? (laughs) Especially when, uh, uh, Pam is just like, uh, Oh no, dad, he does. He's Jewish. Like that should be the out, right? It's like, Oh, I'm not going to do a prayer in your, in a different religion, right? I almost called it. A, I was. I was about to say it's a microaggression, but I'm like, that's not micro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing micro about. Yeah. 
Oh, and I maybe like I just have super sympathy for him because somebody like I've had that happen to me in the past where like I have you have... actually have had someone ask you to say grace? Yes, I had. Wow. I think I might have might have done it as a story on the podcast, but um, I at one point had like they waited. It was so weird. So we're sitting around casual. All right. I thought it was casual. OK, we have plastic cups in front of us. I didn't think this was a big deal. You know, <laughs> um, we're having spaghetti and meatballs. All three, they all stare at me, okay? Like, for a couple of seconds, like, long enough that I think, I, I, I must have to, you're waiting for something. I must have to do something here. So I think they're waiting for me to take a bite. <laughs> like, I think they're waiting, like, guess first. Like, lo- so I load up. Like, I get a fat fucking meatball on my fork, and I just spin that pasta right up pop that bad boy right in my mouth and that's when his mother uh says um excuse me um we say grace in this family first would you like to say grace and i couldn't even answer because i couldn't chew through the food fast enough because i was trying to be like love it i'm i'm a girl that eats here we go polite polite and they're like oh that's terrible my face was like you know me like my face gets so red like i was I was a beat. Like, it was a really bad situation for me. Yeah, that's so awkward. Oh, yeah, that's it was awkward. So, and yeah, that scene, I was like, all right, you shouldn't do that. That's not chill. <laughs> I don't well, like it. And, and I thought that brings up a, a good point I wanted to make about this movie, which is just that, like, you don't have to agree with how people are doing things. Like, you don't have to uh, say grace before dinner, right? But when you're a guest in somebody's house, and particularly when they're your pa- their parents and you're trying to, like, uh, you're you're trying to impress somebody, or like they have house rules, etc. It doesn't matter if you agree with them. There's like a negotiation that's going on where appeasing these people is a show of like respect and what. Like that's the goal, right? It doesn't matter whether or not you say uh, say prayers. It doesn't matter if you have premarital sex, whatever it is. But just like in that house with, with the things that they like, you're trying to make them comfortable with you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a common courtesy that you kind of just like, you know, would go along with things. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you just smile at, I've had ants kiss me on the lips, okay? And I just <laughs> kept going, okay? I didn't make a scene. I didn't say yuck, okay? I've had straight, like straight up like, went to my partner's family thing and then his aunt kissed me on the lips. You are a stranger to me. I am meeting you for the first time. Your, your, your saliva is on my lips. Okay. Like, (laughs) and you just keep going. Okay. Like it just happens. Um, that was a kiss Was out of 10 sexy or what? (laughs) Right. I mean, okay. The only other thing I will say is, um, I am, I, I'm not going to put the bride getting smashed up on Ben Stiller. No. If you are a bride, you shouldn't be doing water sports the day before. Okay, and if you do sign up for water sports, you saw, you know what you're signing up for, all right? Things might get crazy. If you're a bride that's really going to care about exactly how you look that day, no no sports. I'm sorry. Avoid, like, avoid flying balls. Absolutely. Yeah. Like even a rec soccer league, I'd be like, I'm taking it off this week, boys. Like can't go. You know, I just gotta gotta maintain the face. Okay, I can't break my nose this week. Yeah, 
And I'm so glad you brought that scene up because that scene is one that sticks with me and perfectly represents everything I hate about sports. Uh, (laughs) This is why I always hated team sports. This is why I was never good at them because it's that expectation where it's like, we're in a pool. This is inherently a silly thing. I'm sorry, but if you're, uh, I'm sorry to all the water polo players out there, but (laughs) you're, you're in water. It's a silly sport. Uh, And (laughs) it's like, it's this ultra competitive, like we've got to win at all costs when you're, you're playing volleyball in a a standup pool, right? Where it's like, people are yelling at you because you're missing shots. It's like, fuck right off. I didn't sign up for any of this. Uh, this, this is supposed to be fun. I don't find yelling fun. Uh, and now I've ruined a wedding because you telling me to spike it all the time. Fuck that horse shit. Fuck it forever. That's like, I tried to continue doing sports as an adult and I quit because it was not like, there's one thing with like dealing with soccer moms and then, and then there's dealing it with soccer moms as your teammates and it's the <laughs> like because once you turn 18 you're in that you're in that division where it's like okay everyone's an adult we're like it's like a huge age bracket and i remember like people with kids would be like yelling at me like don't like and this is rec like it's all recreational no yep. we're not like yeah. nothing nothing like we're all not trying to be the next nba player um i would be getting yelled at don't pass it to her she's slow i'm like i'm just trying to you know I have my daily phys ed. Yeah, it stressed me out. Yeah, pass it to everybody. It's fucking rec league. Yeah, there was a (laughs) there was an old like an old lady who was on the team, and she was so cute. She was just like, "I'm just here to make friends." People were so rude to her. So sad. Like it made me like another another like there were another comic quit as well. She was smart. She got her money back. I did not. Oh (laughs) no. Yeah, but. that's the worst, man. <laughs> so yeah, making fun I, of the elderly person, like, no, don't pass her, the ball to her. Pe- people are too serious, and, and that uh, it is like there is so much truth in that scene. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's all this pressure to perform, and then when he does, they blame him for fucking it up. Like, how could you not foresee that spiking the ball would go directly into the bride's face? How about this? Why why blame that guy? Why not blame the bride who didn't block the spike? Right. If if you're yelling at uh, Ben Stiller for missing all these spikes that are coming at him, blame her the same way. Right. Like it 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 doesn't it cuts both ways is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I just felt like, yeah, this character never knew when to get off the ride. There was a moment about halfway through this movie where I was like, if you just owned up to everything right now, you could have like a clear, like smooth sailing weekend. Um, but instead, you're going to insist on driving a man's car you just met, drive like an absolute lunatic with a bunch of people in the car just so you can continue to cover up the web of lies you've started. Yeah, of course a CIA agent <laughs> is going to look into it, buddy. For sure. You gave him the eyes. Like, let's race. <laughs> yeah. Let's check out this guy that wants to marry my daughter after 10 months. Oh, God. And clearly, lots of things you have yet to discover about each other's families. Uh, right? Like, oh, oh there's sure. some shit you need to know. There's some shit you need to know. I, I, great that you're in love. 
There's shit you need to know. Uh, yeah, anything else we wanted to mention uh, on this one? Uh, yeah, I think that pretty much does it for us. So it's time to give our definitive rankings of how good uh, the villain was. Uh, Rebecca, what do you got? Okay, so I've got, um, so I've kind of got like the, uh, what do I want to call this? The 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 dad scale for meeting their daughter's partner. I guess I could have worked okay. that nicer, but here we go. Um, so uh, from you guys stay out as late as you'd like to um, ah. showing up to the door in your underwear and a shotgun. Um, <laughs> I am going to give the dad a peeking through the window when they're saying goodnight. Still kind of creepy, none of your business, but I kind of get it. He's a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Erica? What, what, do you have a rating for us? A scale? Honestly, I'd give <laughs> uh, I'd give Owen Wilson like seven wows. Like that's <laughs> I love it. that's what yes. I give him. Yes, that's yeah. what we like. That's what we like. That's good. <laughs> give Owen Wilson seven wows. Nice. Yeah. What do you got, Greg? Uh, so I have the um, you can milk anything with nipples scale. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how you you were like your scale's not going to be like my scale, Rebecca. That's what yeah, we're not. We check stuff. sometimes before just to make we, sure we don't duplicate <laughs> on the scales. And I was like, you're not going to have this one. He's like, I'm positive. I'm positive. I'm positive. <laughs> if it w- if we both did have this, we'd need to take a break from the podcast. Oh, we're straight thinking- up, like I would actually <laughs> lift up out of my chair. Erica would just be sitting there by herself. Unfortunately, like I would just have to leave the room for a minute. I think it would have been epic if you guys yeah. matched. <laughs> <laughs> Lost it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the uh, the you can milk anything with nipple scale. Uh, so on a scale of a plat from a platypus, which has mammary glands but has zero nipples, hmm. uh, to a uh, short-tailed opossum with twenty-seven nipples, uh, I'm gonna give Jack uh, Robert De Niro a pig with eighteen because it's a bit much, but he's got to put up with a whole lot of sucking from Ben Stiller. So Ben Stiller sucks in this movie. <laughs> That's my scale. Oh my Damn, God. I like I liked that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I I had to go into incognito mode to uh to Google all these like mammal number of nipples. I was like, this isn't yeah. something I the, need. My online. internet searches for this podcast, like Google no longer they don't know how to advertise to me anymore. <laughs> Would you like this? Like it's I get the advertising for like such weird fucking things oh, all yeah. the time. A lot of male oriented content. I don't know if it's what I'm googling <laughs> for this podcast, but yeah. I'd be curious what ads had you not gone in incognito mode. What ads you would have gone uh, like for these nipple searches? Oh my god! That's... Don't even search. Just say animal nipple into your phone six times. See what happens. <laughs> You don't even have to type. Just see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, uh, there's a couple ways that you guys can help out the podcast. Uh, so uh, first of all, if you enjoy the podcast and you just want to get in touch with us, let us know what you think. Uh, we are on Twitter at VWR Podcast, Facebook at The Villain Was Right. Uh, and uh, if you want to send us uh, audience suggestions, uh, suggestions for movies that we want to cover, uh, you can hit us up at villainwasright at gmail.com. And in addition to that, holy cow, guys, we also have merch. And uh, I believe this is out on the 11th, so we might have some new merch uh, available. Uh, check, check, check that out. Uh, and you can do that on T Public uh, through the link VWR Store dot from superheroes.com from superheroes is our network so you can check that out 
And uh, if you guys want to help the podcast in a couple other ways. As always, we have Patreon, of course. If you're looking for bonus episodes, uh, if you want more voting rights, you can hit us up on patreon.com slash villainwasright. Uh, this month we are covering Lego Batman and a secret one. We're going to see that later this month, but uh, Lego Batman is truly so fun. You guys are really going to enjoy that episode. And of course, if you if you haven't signed up before and you sign up now, you get our full backlog, our full catalog of um, bonus episodes where we get silly and ridiculous and still haven't nailed down an intro. And now, of course, it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. Um, I've got a pretty, I don't know, light, kind of. I don't know what it is. Uh, I think if you follow me on Twitter, you will know that I recently had my credit card number stolen, which is always fun. Um, but it was kind of funny because, well, firstly, I don't know uh, if you're familiar with this. Do you ever just wake up in panic of the day? You ever just wake up and like yeah. the day is here. Yeah. It's here. It's <laughs> arrived. You don't have coffee in you. It's terrible. And that's basically how it started for me was like I woke up. I had like three missed calls from my bank and a text to somehow. They're really getting good at contacting you being like, did you spend two hundred dollars at Mary Brown's this morning? No. <laughs> I'm amazed anyone in the history of time has spent $200 at 10 a.m. at Mary Brown's. Now, I'm not going to say Mary Brown's delicious, okay? At least this man has, has taste. Because honestly, if that was a McDonald's receipt, I would have been fucking pissed. Okay. But this man, or this person, sorry, this individual uh, ordered $200 at Mary Brown's. They flagged me. So, of course, you got to call in because you don't want... Uh, you don't want this to go on your card. I'm not going to pay for this, this person's lunch. Um, so I called them, but their automated service didn't work for me. I had to get a hold of somebody again, sat on the phone for 45 minutes waiting for somebody to assist me. Super fun. Get on the phone. And this is when I forget. I always forget this. Sometimes I forget how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> because I was on the phone with this lady and obviously I'm upset, but she can't stop laughing at me because I can't stop reacting in such a big way. Like <laughs> I can't even remember. She asked me, she's like, uh, did you try and make a purchase at like, I, I can't remember what it was like, uh, like Baba Barber or something like that. And I just couldn't stop laughing at it. And I kept repeating it to her. I was like, Baba Barber. I was like, no girl, no, we did not make a purchase. <laughs> and apparently this guy, this individual has been trying to purchase stuff from my, from my credit card for like all month. And I had no idea <laughs> he's been getting rejected all over town. <laughs> And I had no idea wow. because Mary Brown's was the first place was like, yeah, bro, <laughs> we're going to hook you up, brother. <laughs> Let, let's get this stuff in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that individual is my villain of the week. The woman that wouldn't stop laughing at me is my hero of the week because I honestly have just been so desperate for an audience lately. It was really nice. Oh, just some crisp, nice, uncut laughter. Oh. Put it right into my veins. Thank you. That's she kept great. apologizing to me. She kept being, I'm so sorry. I know this is serious, but you're just, you're so funny. And I was like, oh, pour it on me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do you got for us, Erica? Hero or oh. villain? I have both, I think. Oh, I love Ooh. it. Yes, we yeah. love those. Thank you. <laughs> so I got like <laughs> another, yeah. Uh, I got into like a Twitter 
spat, I guess. Yeah. With, um, I put a I put a joke out that was like um, commenting on a trend that I had been noticing, like on like several different like comedy forums, which is like selling uh, TikTok classes over Zoom. Um, and I, I just, I, yeah. Um, and I just put out like <laughs> comics selling, uh, TikTok classes over zoom, just be a sex pest. It's less, em- less embarrassing. Like an obvious, <laughs> obvious joke. Um, apparently a couple of comics had screenshotted it, sent it to this one guy thinking it was specifically about him. What? Um, yeah. And then, which he, he does fall under the umbrella. I'm not, you're not saying that he doesn't. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't, I'm not <laughs> targeting him. Yeah. Uh, I and then realized it fit both descriptions after you pointed it out. Yeah. Thing, right? <laughs> um, and then his friend who is a much bigger comic, like blue check mark and all that, um, quote tweeted it, called me a cunty classist and uh, a bunch of other things. And no. then all his like fans and other comics were like, oh, is this, what's this about? His fans are like, uh, someone, he replied to someone saying, no, this is a personal attack on, on a mate. And then I said, it's not. Like <laughs> I said, it's not. There's several people doing this. Like there's more than one person doing it in the UK first off. Um, and you know, I, I messaged the guy who they thought I was talking about personally to let him know, like, just so you like, for what it's worth, I am not talking about you. <laughs> um, and he was like, okay, thanks. I, I, I asked him, he was like, I've told the guy to not post that. I don't want any drama, but obviously they're <laughs> it's like, well, okay. Um, and I was also annoyed that it took so long, even after the guy, the guy who reposted it as well, has apologized, uh, but and said like, I thought you were targeting him, and I was like, okay, I can understand how you maybe had come to that conclusion. Thanks or didn't for didn't ask me. Or y- didn't yeah, check in or just I mean, went well, for it. <laughs> what was nice about it was like a lot of comics came to my defense, being like, mm, "What is this? Like, don't <laughs> like." Oh, Don't I would have tweeted hate for you, Erica, had yeah. I had seen it. I would have. No doubt. No doubt. That's insane. So I guess he's your hero. And uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another another aspect of it is like those both those guys are very much like, well, we're free speech comics. Like um, uh, anything offensive goes. Uh, but apparently TikTok was the line, yeah, <laughs> which is. Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then my hero is Katherine Henson because she just went after who you know, Rebecca. Oh my Cog- God, I love Catherine yeah. so much. She's excellent. She's a good egg, good comic. Uh, was like going like a, a few of the guys' fans had had been uh, met, like commenting on my like original tweet, you know, saying whatever. Um, and she was just like, she called, so she was like, you have a tiny swin after them. Uh, and then messaged me afterwards being like, yeah, I don't know if the, any of that made sense, but I, I had to defend you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks. You know, sometimes you just fly into a rage. You're like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> like the whole thing was on again, unnecessary, kind of like a lot of, uh, Ben Stiller stuff in, uh, <laughs> this film. <laughs> One last uh, dig on Ben Stiller. Yeah. I like it. Going out swinging. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Uh, that's great. So I do have, uh, I have, uh, I'm going to say I'm, I'm the villain of this story here. Uh, and I have a pair, I have a very Ben Stiller like, uh, story about the time I met Kat's parents. 
So as everyone knows, Cat is my current partner, living girlfriend. And uh, it's um, this is a long time ago. And whenever I say that things that I was nervous about meeting her parents, people are like, Craig, what are you worried about? You do great with parents. I bet you do great with parents. And you're damn right I do. Parents <laughs> love me. I know that about myself. Craig, I'm my mom loves skin. you. She yeah. loves you. Right? I don't know what it is. I haven't cultivated this for myself. It's just a thing. I'm not going to fight it. But it had been literally years since I had met a partner's uh, parents, right? Because my ex before that didn't really talk to her parents at all, right? And then like another multi-year relationship with that and I would have met them at the beginning, right? So it's just like, I think it was like five or six years between actually meeting a romantic partner's uh, parents. So Kat invites me to meet her parents and I'm like, oh, that's all great. And for some reason it came to that they were coming to Toronto, but they were coming to to Toronto for her dad's, uh, I forget what birthday it was, but it was a big one, right? I think like it was his 70th birthday or something like that. And so we go to this restaurant and he's got all his friends from his entire life there, right? Just sitting at this big table and they sit me next to him for some reason. Uh, and he clearly just wants to catch up with all these friends that he hasn't seen for quite some time. And he goes, nice to meet you, Craig. Uh, where do you work right now? And I, you know, through the course of conversation, and I told him, and his exact reaction to that was, oh, we just protested what they're doing right now. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. So then I sat there kind of in like, awkward silence i was i think i stuttered out some sort of fence I was like well i don't really work for that part of it but like anyway and he's like uh <laughs> so then he's obviously occupied with his his friends and celebrating his birthday and all the rest he doesn't necessarily want to get to know her his daughter's new boyfriend so the, his cat's parents realizing this invite me out to lunch the next day right so it's just cat myself and her mom and dad And we sit down to lunch and everything's going fine. And then I make some ill-advised joke about uh, people with MBAs, like business degrees, right? And I say something about them not being very good or kind of useless. And Kat's mom speaks up and says, Uh, uh, I have an MBA. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. (laughs) You can see him both. One, two. (laughs) You're smarter than this, Craig. You know not to do this is what I'm saying to myself. And I'm just like, please, please like me. Um, and then this is the point that I just thought, oh, my God, I've screwed this up so bad. Uh, was This was the time when, uh, if, you don't, if you're not from Toronto, there was the Pan Am Games. It's like the, the uh, kind of an Olympic-style thing, and it like really fucked up traffic for Toronto to the point where they had all these uh, multi, multi-vehicle lanes that you could only be in um, if you had like more than one person in the car. So I was talking about how like traffic was so bad now because of this and all the rest. And Kat's dad goes, well, you know what you should do is just get a sex doll and sit it in the front seat. And I just, like Kat describes it as just the blood draining from my head. I was like, oh my God. Like, did I set that? Like, did I say that? Like... (laughs) 
<laughs> did I somehow implicate that? And I was just like, I don't, I don't know how to react to this. I know this not a joke I would make in front of uh, Kat's parents. And then Kat, without missing a beat, goes, so he's, just repeat, he says, you should drive with a sex doll in the, the uh, front seat. And Kat, without missing a beat, goes, I have a name, Dad. And that's the point where I was just like, <gasps> No, yes. no, oh, beautifully executed. Ten out of ten stuck the landing. Incredible. Oh, but like I was just so embarrassed, like secondhand embarrassment. And that's when I realized they don't care, <laughs> right? <laughs> they're they're fun loving people. They and we. I can honestly say we get along great now. Uh, her and uh, her dad. We often talk about Victorian sewers and the design of this. Like we get into some weird, like weird kind of stuff uh you know very niche uh sort of construction and all that stuff so yeah it it worked out it it worked out fine but it was definitely a ben stiller moment for (laughs) meeting parents so yeah that's my uh i'm the villain of the week for that one so there we go (laughs) that's great um so we're wrapping up here uh people uh or sorry where can people follow you erica Uh, i'm on like twitter and uh instagram at my name. So Erica Ehler, E-R-I-K-E-H-L-E-R on both. And yeah. Hell yeah. You've got a great Twitter. If you like Twitter, follow Erica on Twitter. She's always mixing it up. I love it. Um, <laughs> Mental illness on a page. That's what that is. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Craig, where can people follow you? What do you got going on? Yeah, you can follow me at Craig Fit Comedy on Twitter. Uh, Craig Fit Comedy on Facebook as well. As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on Twitter or Instagram. Um, guys, that's us uh, for this week. Next week, we're going to be covering Footloose. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. I don't even, I, I can't even imagine what we're going to say, but I'm so excited for it. Footloose is going to be so fun. So check that out. And this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to never use the downstairs bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>